0: Welcome to the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm your host, Eva Peterson, life coach to aspiring and experienced changemakers and creator of the Becoming the Change Life Coaching Program, a program designed to support you in creating the change that you want to see in the world without sacrificing your health and well-being. If you are on a mission to make the world a better place, then you are in the right place. Wherever you are on your changemaker journey, just starting out or decades deep, you are welcome here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm really excited about today's topic. So this is actually going to be a two part series, if you will, about the changemaker mindset. And I'll go into what that is in just a moment. But basically, today we're going to be talking about what the changemaker mindset is and why it's so important for us to develop. And towards the end of today's podcast, I'm going to be giving you a little something that you can do today to start shifting into that mindset. And then next week, we're going to talk deeper about how to develop this change maker mindset. So let's get into it, Um, and if my voice sounds a little bit funny today, it is because I am like so cold, I am shivering, which is kind of ridiculous because it is, let's see, it is 63 degrees Fahrenheit, 17 degrees Celsius, which I know by most people's standards is not cold, but I don't know, I'm a baby. Anyway. So the Changemaker Mindset is a way of thinking that we can develop in order to get out of our own way and figure out how to do work that actually makes a difference in this world. And by get out of your own way, I mean overcoming the internal obstacles that are stopping you from stepping up, expressing yourself, and taking action. A few months ago, I sent out a survey to my newsletter and asked them, what is the biggest obstacle that you face when trying to create the change that you want to see in the world? And so many people in our community replied something along the lines of me or myself. (laughs) One woman said, I am the only thing standing in my way and I know it. So I dug a bit deeper and asked them to explain what they meant by this. And they brought up things such as imposter syndrome and worrying what others would think if they started to speak up for themselves and fearing that if they did start to speak up more, they would say or do something wrong or embarrass themselves. They also mentioned a lack of self-confidence and feeling like they maybe needed to do more training or research before they took action. All these things that we do or that we tell ourselves, these thoughts that we have that paralyze us or stop us from taking action or make us procrastinate or postpone our dreams, the things that we really want to do. And these things, these thoughts that really limit our potential. And so the change maker mindset, which I'll explain in depth in just a minute, allows us to overcome those fears and limiting beliefs so that we no longer are keeping ourselves stuck. And it also helps us to figure out the most effective way to get involved and create change. And I'll explain how that works in a minute. But lastly, this mindset helps us to feel motivated and it keeps us curious and passionate and and having fun. (laughs) It helps us to approach our change-making journey with energy and excitement. So guys, I really can't overstate this. <laughs> Developing this mindset has been an absolute game changer for me in my personal life, but also in my impact work and in my career. And, and for me, those those two things, my career and my impact work are very intertwined. So I really cannot overstate the transformation that has occurred in my life and in the lives of my clients from stepping into this mindset. So why do we need to start with mindset? This is one of the very first episodes that I'm publishing of this podcast. And I wanted to start with mindset because it is so important. And many different scholars and celebrated thinkers over the decades, (laughs) over the millennia, have really tapped into this concept, too, that mindset is so important. There's a great quote. I'm sure you're familiar with it by Gandhi. Well, I think it's attributed to Gandhi, but I'm not sure if it's actually him. There's some debate about that, apparently. But he says, be the change you want to see in the world. And that's actually where the name for my life coaching program, Becoming the Change, came from. Because I think that that quote just really sums up such an important point. Our thoughts lead to our feelings, lead to our actions, lead to our results, right? So our thoughts in a very direct way determine whether or not we can make the difference that we want to see in the world. So today I'm going to be talking about the change maker mindset, which is very much the growth mindset. Maybe you've heard that term before growth mindset, but some additional stuff that we'll talk about soon. We have the growth mindset and then we have what is called the fixed mindset. And it has been speculated and some might say proven, actually there has been research into this, that the level to which you practice embodying the growth mindset will determine the level of your success. There's an awesome book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. If not, apologies. But she gives example after example after example about how this mindset leads to success in so many areas. Athletics, academics, business. We'll see as you know we chat through this topic today that it also definitely determines the success of social movements, right? Social justice, environmental justice, these things, these issues that we are really working towards making a difference in the world, this mindset can absolutely determine whether we're successful or not. We'll be talking a bit about how the growth mindset applies to change makers and why it's so, so important for us to have. And there's like a bit of a what I'm going to call like a secret sauce (laughs) that makes this change maker mindset a bit different than the growth mindset. And by the way, the term change maker mindset is just something that I made up because I wanted to differentiate these two things a bit. Anyway, today we're going to talk about the what, what this is, and then next week we'll talk more about the how. How do we develop this mindset? So I want to take a step back and just define what is a mindset. This is one of those words that's thrown around all the time now, but I think a lot of people, including myself at one point, just didn't even really know what that meant. What does the word mindset mean? Mindset is a set of attitudes, beliefs, and self-perceptions that we hold. And it's intimately connected to our worldview And therefore determines our behavior. Another way to think about a mindset is that it is equal to habits of thought. So in a nutshell, let's talk about what the growth mindset is and how that differs from the fixed mindset. A growth mindset is a belief that your basic qualities, including intelligence, talent, skills, things like that can be cultivated through effort. And that even your personality can be changed regardless of your start point, right? Regardless of nature, (laughs) right? So growth mindset is basically saying like, nurture over nature, like nurture has a big effect. The fixed mindset On the other hand, is a belief that the characteristics that you have, such as, again, intelligence, talent, personality, are fixed at birth or become locked in by a certain age. So some people are just inherently more talented or creative or smart or charismatic than others. Period. There's no change in that. So As I describe those two mindsets, you're probably thinking, "Hmm, maybe I fall into growth mindset in some areas. Maybe I fall into the fixed mindset in others. And the thing is that we all, this is a big statement, but I'm just going to say it. We all have the fixed mindset in some areas. So if any part of you believes even a little bit that intelligence and talent are fixed, then you're not alone. Most people believe this, especially in the Western world. We believe this is true because that is what we are taught. There is a huge emphasis, and I'm speaking from my experience growing up in the United States, but I've also seen this. I mean, I'm living in the UK now and I've traveled quite a bit. Um, but basically, there's this huge emphasis put on testing and grades. So, for example, I took a huge standardized standardized test called the ACT to get into college. And then I had to take another standardized test, the GRE, to get into graduate school. We also had these tests in elementary school. I remember um, just being so like so nervous because all of this weight was put on these standardized tests in our school. And I remember at one point, my sister, who was a couple years younger than me, she took a test that I had taken previously, you know, when I was her age, and she went into the gifted program after that test. And I, I did not go into the gifted program. My sister is absolutely brilliant, but that's besides the point. So these these standardized tests and this this um, cultural fixed mindset or focus on these things really does lead to certain behaviors. But I just want you to know, first and foremost, that it is not your fault if you find that you have a fixed mindset in certain areas. All right. We are taught that these standardized tests and such identify our intelligence. However, Research, so much scientific research has actually shown that our mood, what we've eaten that day, all these other little factors affect how well we do on these tests. Okay, so our culture is also obsessed with natural talent, right? But the truth is, people who work to develop their abilities far outperform naturals. I'm using quotes, air quotes here, you can't see me, but still I'm using them. Far outperform naturals in the long run. And so that book that I mentioned before by Carol Dwork, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, okay. Um, That book shows example after example of this. And it's really unfortunate because having that fixed mindset saying that like, if you weren't born with this, then you shouldn't even try, right? That really discourages people from putting in effort and makes it basically like, oh, you're hopeless if you're not born with these things, Um, which just isn't true. It's just not what the science actually says. So our culture has shaped us into having a fixed mindset. You're either smart or you're not. You're either creative or you're not, etc. I think it's really interesting and enlightening and helpful for us individually to think about what behaviors those fixed mindset tendencies lead to because of this tendency towards the fixed mindset. We tend to spend a lot of time and effort trying to prove our abilities and our intelligence. So trying to look smart instead of putting the effort in to actually improve at something. Oh my gosh, guys, that's like story of my childhood. And so if we're not immediately good at something, we tend to give up because effort or trying is seen as bad because it signals that we're not a natural talent or we're not naturally intelligent. And so that leads to not challenging ourselves because If we did, we might fail. And that would be devastating. So if we have the fixed mindset and we fail, it means that we are failures. We take that on as our identity. It challenges our identity. And so there's like no coming back from that. Instead of admitting that we failed at something and then learning from it, we tend to point the finger at other people or blame the outside world, right? Those are things that people in the fixed mindset often do. And I want to come back to that in a moment, but I also want to make this point. So a person in a fixed mindset will spend a lot of time trying to protect their potential instead of developing or increasing their potential. So I'm going to give some examples of me in a fixed mindset um, in a moment. (laughs) But I also want to say, okay. so I see this a lot in the new age kind of spiritual movement that, you know, we should be like in the flow and not forcing things to happen, but just allowing, you know, like like this tendency to kind of like put down effort. Right. We should be high vibe all the time. So like move away from those uncomfortable feelings and just focus on what lights you up. Like I hear that quite a lot. And it kind of like in the, the more like... How do I say this? Kind of like immature New Age spirituality. Um, And I feel like that's starting to dissipate, but some people are still like very much preaching that message. And I think it's really harmful. It's really keeping people stuck in the fixed mindset and limiting their potential. Somebody in the fixed mindset finds joy in being the best or in things coming naturally, right? And being judged as talented and smart. But like I said before, this fixed mindset is just not really living in reality, right? (laughs) So research shows that the growth mindset is actually more accurate. And study after study has shown that we can improve our intelligence, we can improve our talent, creativity, how charismatic we are, etc. All with some effort. So, all right, a little fixed mindset example here. (laughs) All right. I decided the other day that I wanted to learn how to crochet, and specifically I was going to crochet myself a water bottle holder so that I could use it to go on walks, you know, and have my hands free. And I looked up some tutorials on Facebook, and they're like, oh yeah, not Facebook, sorry, YouTube, and they're like, yeah, like, this is a really easy, quick project. It'll take you one hour. And everybody said that. It's like one hour, one hour, one hour. So I was like, awesome, this is great. So I went out, I got my supplies, got myself some yarn, a crochet hook, a yarn needle, and got back home. And I was like, sweet, I'm gonna like enjoy this creating this thing and bang it out. I start with the video that I had chosen, and she's like okay so loop take the end of your yarn and loop it around your fingers like this and so i grabbed my yarn and i realize i can't find the end of it like i can't find the end of this yarn and i literally looked for like quite a while so then i was like okay so i typed in the youtube search bar how to find the end of your yarn watched a video on that Finally found it in the end of the yarn. By the way, they like took it in the inside, which totally makes sense, but I just hadn't had a thing of yarn before. So anyway, I figured that out. I, I get the end of the yarn. And so, you know, I, I loop it around your fingers like this and I start the video again. Um, you guys, I could not figure this out. I tried like five different videos. I could not figure out how they were doing this like loop and then pull the thing through the thing. And like, oh my gosh, I like, I don't even know how many times I watched these videos over and over and over and then in slow motion and da da da. All right, so I, I worked at it cause I was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna keep like the growth mindset about this. Like I'm gonna make sure like I can do this, you know, I believe in myself. Um, I could not figure it out. I finally gave up. And I'm gonna say that was two weeks ago. And that yarn has just been like sitting on my hearth, staring at me, and I haven't touched it, guys. I haven't touched it, which I'm kind of feeling ashamed about right now. Okay, I'm making a commitment. You heard it here first. I am going to attempt this water bottle holder again this weekend. So anyway, fixed mindset about this crochet project, and therefore I have not taken action in the last two weeks. Another thing, um, I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago about how when I was working in corporate New York City, I was really trying to push a sustainable agenda at my office. And man, if I had known about the growth mindset back then, I think I would have been so much more effective at actually making a difference at my office. So those are some examples of the fixed mindset. Now let's talk a bit about the growth mindset, because this is a very different approach to life and a very different worldview. So somebody in the growth mindset believes that with more effort or practicing or learning, they will become better at whatever they're attempting. If you're not good at something, all right, no problem. It just means you need to work at it. So these people are not as concerned about appearing talented or intelligence because instead they're on a never ending quest to grow. And so they measure their value by the amount of effort they put in and, and their persistence and their follow through, right? And they enjoy challenges because they see each challenge as an opportunity to grow and expand their potential. And of course, like nobody I don't think anybody really likes failing, like whether you're in a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, but somebody in the growth mindset will not take it nearly as personally. And they really find joy in the process and in learning. And it's important to note that we might have different mindsets in different parts of our lives. So you might notice you're in the fixed mindset in certain areas, and in the growth mindset in others. And so a couple of examples of of me really taking on the growth mindset. So first of all, in my anti-racism journey, I have been involved in social justice activism for most of my adult life, but it was really about like pointing the finger at others and at the institutions And only, like, a few years ago did I actually have a personal reckoning with my internalized racism. That I have racist thoughts just seems to me now like such a basic and, like, of course, type of thought because I grew up in America. I grew up in a culture of white supremacy, but at the time, (laughs) like, I was very fixed mindset about it at first when I kind of realized this because it called into my called into question my identity as a good person, and so it kind of destroyed me honestly because I was in that fixed mindset. But since that initial reaction, I have become very growth mindset oriented when approaching my anti-racism journey. Since then, I've really worked to uncover and dissect racism and the effects of growing up in white supremacy culture through all different kinds of methods. And so, although it's uncomfortable to look at these parts of myself, I'm really enjoying the process. And I want to do a a whole podcast episode about my anti-racism journey so far, so I'll leave it at that. Another area where I found it a bit easier to have the growth mindset was when I was approaching Ayurveda and starting to learn about Ayurveda, and I was first exposed to it really when i was living in nepal for a while because it's just the way of life there but i have of course like i have been doing yoga for years at that point i had heard about ayurveda before but i came into to ayurveda with kind of a a beginner's mind and really just wide-eyed and wanting to learn as much as possible because it was so foreign to me and the ayurvedic worldview is actually very much based in a growth mindset and i won't go into that now But basically, you know, when I saw the depth and breadth of Ayurvedic wisdom, I pretty quickly realized that I'm probably not going to be able to, like, fully grasp all of it in this lifetime. So when it comes to Ayurveda, I'm not even trying to be perceived as an expert, even though I am an Ayurvedic counselor. But I know that I'm going to be a lifetime student of this practice. And I really, really Love it! Embodying the Ayurvedic lifestyle does take effort, but I find so much pleasure and joy in making that effort and implementing those practices and connecting deeper to the nature and me and natural cycles. Alright, so moving on now, let's talk about how the growth mindset applies to us as change makers. In the same way that I am a lifetime student of Ayurveda, because it's this huge wealth of ancient wisdom that I'll probably never fully grasp or master, creating the change that I want to see in the world will also be a lifetime journey. And I would love to be able to tell you confidently that we will reverse climate change and pull everyone out of poverty and evolve past capitalism and fully dismantle white supremacy in my lifetime, I would love that, but unfortunately I don't think it's realistic. Keeping this broader view, this growth and process oriented view for us is so important. And I mentioned earlier, too, that someone with a fixed mindset often blames others or the outside world for their failures, right? And sure, the outside world systems of oppression absolutely do have an effect on us, and especially for those who are born into less privilege. Absolutely. But someone with a fixed mindset would look at that and just give up, whereas somebody with the growth mindset would look at that and see an opportunity to learn more about how to effectively operate within those systems, and how to figure out creative ways to take them down. It is incredibly important that we take the long view and develop a growth mindset around our impact work. Otherwise, we will burn out, give up. (laughs) Or if we do keep plodding along, we will resent every step of the way and just not enjoy life, right? This is why I structured my life coaching program Becoming the Change to literally like help trick my clients brains into easily getting into the change maker mindset or the growth mindset. And this is why I I work on this mindset in my own personal development all the time. And another piece like what I call kind of like the secret sauce that really makes the change maker mindset a bit different than the growth mindset is that we also practice zooming out by zooming out and connecting to the wider perspective we feel less alone and we can feel more joy in our everyday lives because we can acknowledge that we are not alone in our efforts to create change there's tons of other people fighting alongside of us and with this perspective we're able to stay more motivated and more hopeful so it's really fuel this the zooming out this wider perspective is fuel for our growth mindset in the next episode i will be chatting more about how we can develop this growth mindset and what does it look like day to day i also want to just acknowledge that right here right now just with this podcast episode just with what we've talked about today Just knowing what the fixed mindset and the growth mindset are and the power of having that awareness cannot be overstated. Awareness is a huge first step towards getting out of the fixed mindset. And so we dive a lot deeper into all of this, into the change maker mindset and the growth mindset in my life coaching program, but that is a really good nutshell for you. And so I want to give you an invitation this week to help you develop more awareness. I want to invite you to note when you find yourself thinking in the fixed mindset, And just take note of what types of situations trigger this, or what types of conversations or people or, or whatnot. Like, when is your fixed mindset triggered? And also, note when you're in the growth mindset, what types of situations or conversations or what areas of your life do you more naturally have a growth mindset with? All right, so I hope that you found this episode really helpful. And I'm going to also be giving a little outline in the show notes on my blog on happymehappieearth.com. So feel free to check that out too if you want a little summary of everything that we talked about today. We really did cover a lot. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Ciao, ciao. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And if you desire more support on your changemaker journey, please check out my free guide, Self-Care for Changemakers. You can find the guide and other goodies on my website at happymehappyearth.com. It's an honor to be in your ears. Thank you so much for listening.